You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. one 800 060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au seven metres, he goes off the back in 28 and 2 Nakula's giving chase, major mischief calls it a day, deeper out Shelby trying to wind up next Leander, Motu Cullen, Mr Hart devouched and out towards the tail I'm a beach babe, but it's all sure thing captain, into the home straight, margin again getting bigger and bigger, sure thing captain oh he's got a motor, have a look at him go, sure thing captain, Straight down to the line, he wins it easily. Up for second, Motu Cullen, Leander third, major mischief. He's the horse that received a fair bit of publicity leading into his debut, and he's really starting to live up to the hype. Trained by Shannon Price, a sure thing captain. I wonder what level this horse can get to this preparation and how many more runs the horse may have this preparation. Good morning to Chris Barsby. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Uh, he was awesome yesterday, Steve. Parked out for the uh, the duration of that mile trip, 52-8. Again, it was a widening margin. So 26-4, 28-8, first half, and he's three wide to the breeze, and then down the back in 28-2, home in 29-5. His next start is going to be in Sydney, Saturday week in the Simpson Memorial. So that's a Group 2 $50,000 event. That's obviously going to be a really good test for him, but on what he's showing... Uh, the abilities there, there's no question about it. That was really impressive yesterday. Yep, sure thing, Captain. We'll watch that race with a great deal of interest. Our first guest with us on Mobile Rolling. Thanks to Garrards, Chris. Yeah, John Polson's been kind enough to join us this morning, Steve. First up, John is the man that put uh, Black Sedans together along with Big Wheels. He's the owner-breeder of these two star performers here in Queensland. And as we know, Black Sedan started 2023 with a bang last Saturday night. His first run for the new year. And he was awesome, pretty much going all of the way, took the lead from Turn It Up early in that 2,100-metre race and then recorded a time of 1.53 home and 54.4. John's been, uh, uh, well, I'd say, you know, just battling a little bit with his health, but uh, that would have given him a, a great little pick-me-up there on Saturday night. John, good morning. Hello, Chris. How are you? I'm really well. Did you contain your excitement there on the weekend? Oh, I sort of let go a bit. I wasn't supposed to, but it was pretty hard not to, eh? Yeah. Just so impressive, so strong. Yeah, he he even got me. I didn't think he'd, he, he could beat the other horse off a month off, so it was great of him. Tell me this. Um, I'm not sure how many expected that race to unfold, but did you think you were any chance of getting the lead from Turn It Up in that race? Oh, when you got Peter and Narissa on, you never know. So I was really hopeful that we'd... I, I didn't... I hoped he didn't come out too hard, but I think it's, it it did work that way for us. We didn't really have to burn because he some, sometimes can mess it up if you tried to go with the other horse. He's so much... He's so speedy, the other horse. He just comes out on his ear, eh? Mm, yeah, no question. But once in front, how, how were the confidence levels? I still was worried. I thought he'd have, he'd have, like I've never seen him do that before. Like I, I always get excited about him when he goes, say, the third week in, a couple of hard runs, and then he's really at his best then. So really surprised me how how beautifully he went. But Peter, we we had a heavy defeat there a few times, and I, I said to him, we need to 
to reinvent him. And um, between him and Chantel, they, they decided to open him up a bit, and now he can see. So it's a, like it, without that block on the outside, he still wears a Murphy blind, but he seems to be a lot better racehorse now. He, he's, uh, he's enjoying it more. Yeah. So it's done the trick, that little gear change? I think so. And he, he, see, he's, he's starting to get the trick. He, he won over 2680, and then Saturday night was like the medium trip. So, yeah, he's, he's starting to get better. Mm. Tell me this, in your opinion, he's now a six-year-old black sedan. He's the first foal of your star broodmare, Washington Lass. Is he the, the, the fully furnished product now? Has he reached his his limit as far as growing is concerned? Is is this the time for him to shine black sedans? I think so. And I, I think, yeah, I reckon he... I think if he keeps improving, he, he can be... He can go on to greatness, but he got to... You know, everything's got to hold together, but he, he, he is improving in his race manners, but... Saturday night, they said he was real naughty in the warm-up. He was trying to, to kick him out of the gig. So it showed he was ready for the fight. Yeah, absolutely. But every year where he's come back, he's always taken that little extra step forward, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's an amazing horse, really, because he, his tendency to over-race should have, should have buggered him, really. You know, he's had 80 starts now, so he's got a big heart in him. Yeah, no question. Now, tell me, what are the plans? It's a big year here in Queensland, 2023. We've got the Carnival in July and, obviously, long-term, the Inter Dominion. Are they the two big focus points for Blacks Advance this year? Yeah, we, we're trying not to go to the Miracle Mile, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a big decision because, you know, you only get one chance at him at his peak. But, yeah, but he, he went to Sydney and... Like sort of failed, but he, he was over racing again that night, and he seemed that might have helped him too. Going to Sydney and, and uh, having a trip away seems to tighten him up a bit. But he, he, it's hard to to place any any focus away from those wonderful events coming up, eh? Hey? Mm, especially when you're in your own backyard. Yeah, that's right. And and yeah, that, that, like it it will be terribly hard though. They'll I reckon they'll be as They'll be twice as strong as the last couple of inches, the big one. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. That's the problem. It'll be so strong. But as we keep saying, this guy just, I'm not sure we've hit the ceiling with black sedans because every time we seem to think he's reached a certain level, he'll come back and he just seems to be that little bit bigger and stronger. And that's the case again. When you consider two starts ago when he won the Christmas Cup over the long journey, he beat Mac Da Vinci fair and square that night, and then Saturday night just gone over 2,100, a month between runs. He's been able to take care of Turn It Up. So let me ask this. Is he the best open-class horse now in Queensland off those last two runs? Oh, I always thought he was, even before that, Chris, but I'm his owner, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm highly biased, mate. <laughs> I'm his greatest fan, I... Honestly, I get a, I get a photo of him. Try to get him to send me a photo of him in the store, and he just, yeah, he, he he's just the most lovely horse. Mm. He's, he's not good he just... to look at, but yeah, and he, he doesn't. Peter said to me one night, he doesn't like you because he had his ears back, and I, I thought, oh well, he's like that with everyone, so it doesn't matter much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Tell me this, who, who's better looking at a black sedan or the full younger brother, Big Wheels? Oh, Big Wheels is a nicer, smoother-looking customer. And, yeah, we're still really hopeful of him being great too, Chris. He, if he if he could progress like the big fella has, we'd be... Uh, We'd be lucky because we'd have two chances in the in those races yeah. coming up. Well, well, I wanted to touch on big wheels because th- there is a very strong and distinct possibility that you could have two representatives later this year in the Inter Dominion and they're full brothers, horses that you've bred and raised yourself. Mm, hard to believe, mate. I'm just a dairy yeah. farmer from Taree, mate. It just shows anyone can do it. But that, that that's a heck of an achievement. Yeah, we got to get there first, but I, I think he can. He's he's a lovely horse, Big Wheels. He like, yeah, we've got too greedy and kept going till Redcliffe and mucked him up. But it might have been, might have made us stop properly with him and give him a proper spell. So it, it could it could help him. I think okay. he, he had a, had a bit of a problem early in the year and got stuck in his pulled his rug over his head and rammed all up the fences and half wrecked himself early in the season and um that that break then like well could have finished him but he was tough enough to come through it and he really came back after that break through that period yeah. so they show that just pick up after a spell just uh, on black sedan she's going back to him uh he won six races during 2022 but the highlight was the fact that he set the track record. He became the first horse officially to go sub-50 at Albion Park. The name's up there on the hub rail, just right on the winning post there. So was that the, the biggest thrill for you last year in 2022? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was that was right up there. Like, with my best things that um, I've achieved or we have achieved, Peter and Chantel. Wonderful to lower it again, too, eh? Well, do you think he can? Oh, it'd be good. I think he, I think he could. Like, um, I just don't want Peter to get too excited though, and just overdo it. You, you know what Peter's like. <laughs> he loves like driving waving Ferraris. a red flag at a bull, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he loves driving Ferraris. You got to try and I don't know, put a Murphy blind on him. Yeah, but but there is a distinct possibility that he could even get a little quicker this year. I hope so. That's the horse, not Pete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to think he could do it. Especially, you know, he's had no assistance by any of the other runners in um, in setting the time. Like, the, we got parked that night when he first did it. Like, if he had, I don't know, I reckon they'll, they'll have to um, go close to it in the big races coming up, don't you think? Come, yeah. Coming there in, in July, although it's probably a, Bad time of year. He seems to like to. He he, he said his mark of in you know like October, November, like when it's a bit warmer there. And I like. I'm not sure how how it goes, but I'm sure the competition, if they set it up to him, just hope we're the one that set the mark, not that not the opposition. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just on on those big races coming up later this year, and just reflecting on last year. He, he had no luck with barrier draws, black sedans. He was either drawing the inside of the second row, which is probably the worst draw he could have, or he was drawing outside of the second row. So he's due for a change of luck with some of these big races. Yeah, I was thinking that before, but that, that's a very bad thought to have, eh? 
<laughs> That's out of everyone's you, hands. You come up, yeah, you come up with the bad ones again, but you never know. Like, there's a few of those events that he'll be suited to, especially now that he can get the trip. I was so proud when he when he won over that 2680 in super fast time. It, it showed he he'll be suited in the Blacks of Fate. Yeah, no question. No question. And the Inter Dominion, the, the, the four runs in a fortnight for an Inter Dominion series seems tailor made for Black Sedans. Yeah, I wanted to, I've been wanting to go, but G Victoria's a long way away, and, yeah. and Peter was just mad busy this year, so we couldn't we couldn't possibly get down there. But uh, yeah, it'll be exciting because he loves that. Yeah. He, he really yep. does. No, but but no, it, no. it's a bit different though. Though before four. Really hard, fast runs. That's the trouble, eh? They're not. It's not like a uh, trials. They've got to be great horses to be good constitution. But he has, so I'm sure he'll do well. Yep, absolutely. And Pete and Chantel, they've done remarkable jobs with both Black Sedans and Big Wheel, and away we go. The, the other half brother, who's done a big job. He's a Group One winner himself, but it's it's been a uh, a great effort by all involved. Yeah, oh, ma- just magic trainers, really. Honestly, here. Yeah. How yeah, they just keep nurturing their talents and and gradually improve them. Like away we go, Peter gets cranky with him because he 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 just he sort of doesn't put in all the time. But he's done. He's got a great record. Geez, I would be proud doing a horse that's won what he's won in the time he's won it. He, he's pretty pretty good horse in his own right. I think. Yeah, I'm just really spoilt, mate, to have the other two. Mm. Now, just on, on Washington Lass, as I said, she's a dual Queensland broodmare of the year. She's a very good chance of claiming the title again at the upcoming awards night uh, next month. Uh, what what have we got coming through that we haven't seen yet? She she has a, a, a caption treacherous filly that, that's a, like a yearling now. And then um, she, had, she had a better still like Colt. Okay. So... We're really going Yeah, and she went first go to dance. Oh, she's going back to a rock and roll dance. Yeah, so Dumbo will have a big brother. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There or a sister. Yeah. 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 There you yeah. go. Well, no, all good. I hey, really appreciate the time, John. Uh, it's just uh, great to see this horse compete and do what he does. Uh, he was awesome there the other night. 153 for the 2138 metres, 54 for last half. And he is hoping that 2023 is going to be a big year for, for you and, and your team of horses. Yeah, so, I, so we can just carry on and, and make those big races. It'll be a grand finale for them. They'll, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll do Queensland proud. I'm, I'm sure they can, they can foot it with them. Yeah, absolutely. And I've got the fingers crossed for some kind draws. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that'll be the key, mate. We're, we're, we're overthinking it, eh? Eight months ahead. <laughs> yeah. we'll get in early so that's the that's the key maybe we'll get in early so yeah yeah really appreciate it john good on you mate thanks thanks very much for ringing me chris problem there's john polson the owner breeder of black sedans big wheels away we go what a breed he's got there with washington lass the uh the mayor by washington vc and i think she's a very good chance that she'll be picking up that uh, third uh, title for the other uh, queensland broodmare of the year because these boys just keep doing the job year in year out and he was awesome there the other night taking care of 
uh, turn it up. And it's a it's a fair question now that he's taken care of Mac Da Vinci two runs ago in the Christmas Cup and then turn it up the other night. Is he the number one horse in Queensland as far as the open class ranks is concerned? Bearing in mind, he is the track record holder as well at 149.2. So time will certainly tell. Let's keep rolling here on uh, Mobile to Rolling, and we're about to focus on Reckliff tonight. Here's a guy that's about to join us that's off to a fast start for 2023, Jonah Hutchison. He joins me now. Jonah, appreciate the time. Thanks for having me on, Chris. Hey, you've uh, flown out of the block so far this year. What, uh, I reckon about seven winners, and we're only, what, halfway through January? Yeah, I think it's something like that. I thought uh, with the new year, you always have your... New Year's goal, and my goal for the year was to train her a winner a week and drive a winner a week. So we're sort of um, stacking up a couple of winners, so that way when I don't have those winners, I can keep keep to my goal. Mm. The other thing that stands out just in the last couple of weeks, you're picking up a few more outside drives, those concession drives. You've still got your three-point claim. That, that's going to prove quite valuable over the next couple of weeks and months, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's always good to get outside drives. Um, it's sort of been not getting as many as I used to get, but now that I'm getting a few more, I'm having a bit of success, and it's going really good. Yeah, success breeds success. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's focus on your runners tonight. Your first drive tonight, it's a catch drive, and you drive for Jack Butler. You had success with Jack last week with uh, Quartzine for Memory. You're going to link up with Windy Hill Wally here. Drawn gate nine, but since coming up from New South Wales, this guy's been quite consistent. How do you rate his chances? Yeah, I think he's got a really good chance. Like Jack Jack won the premiership last year, so he obviously takes really good care of his horses and has them all ready to go. And it's just going to be up to me to put the horse in a good position in the race where it can sort of get its chance to win. Yeah, it certainly looks like Jack's got a strong hand to play in that race because he's got Mariana Bramack, he's got Chain Link, Windy Hill, Wally, and then Chloe's got everything happen. So surely a Butler trainee can take race two. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it's the nine. Yeah, too right. Uh, your own runner in race three, Fabro, drawn the inside of the second row, follows out I'll be watching. Are you happy with that? It's a little bit of a tricky draw for that horse. He's a, he's a type of horse that likes to be in the front or in the chair, sort of just rolling along. But um, who knows? We'll see how the race sort of pans out. It might might be a good draw for him, but ideally I probably would have liked to see him draw the front row so he could have been more up there with him and rolling along. Sure. Can he hold the back of I'll be watching if he's able to lead from the inside? Oh, definitely. The, the horse has really good gate speed out of the gate. Um, the only time he sort of hasn't shown gate speed is when he sort of pulled a little bit hard and, He's caught me off guard where I'm too busy fighting him and the leader's sort of kicked away. But I'll be on my A game tonight. And if the one holds up, then I'll definitely be leader's back. But we'll have to sort of see how the race pans out. If he is leader's back, it's a great spot to be in any race, but in particular at Redcliffe. Yeah, definitely. Like you got the sprint lane there. And as long as that leader can get you the lane, you're, you're in with a chance. His last couple of runs have been really solid. He hasn't been far away, hasn't been beaten that far. So his form's good enough. Yeah, he's a really consistent horse. Like, he went eight months there without a win. But he, um, in that eight months, he probably placed over a dozen times. So he's just he's just a consistent horse who puts in every week. And I sort of love driving him because you know he's going to give his best every time. 
Okay. Race four tonight, you're driving borderline. She's been a fairly new acquisition to the stable, but she's been a good acquisition to the stable. Yeah, definitely. She's a really nice type of mare, real big, real strong, and she actually has a good turn of foot, which is not usually what you find in them bigger horses, but um, I, I, I love her, and she was a great addition to the stables, and hopefully one day she might be a good addition to the broodmare barn, but the way she's going, that's a long way away. Okay. How, how do you sort of gauge this race tonight? Mondelange one, major trolley two, you're drawn gate three, so how does it play out early? Yeah, it's a little little bit tricky. Like, I know she's won two of her last three, both being in front, but I actually find the mare better with a sit. So I'm sort of going to have to see how the one and two get out. If they don't get out too great, obviously, I'll lead. But if they sort of come out strong, there's only two on the second line. I can sort of just slot into the running line and come come with a late run. And as I said, she's a lot sharper with a sit and will put up a lot, lot nicer at last half. In okay, with it looks fairly... Yeah, it looks fairly open, this race. There's no standout, is there? Yeah, it is a sort of tricky race to see see what you can sort of follow and whether, whether you've got to go in front of things. So it's one of them races you sort of got to see what happens out of the gate and play it by ear. Okay. Uh, the other thing with Borderline, uh, last time out she was down the line. But genuine excuses there, tough race and a pretty ordinary draw that day. Yeah, she was up, up against a lot tougher company than she is in today they got they got home pretty quick like i think she still got home in her 56 last half herself even though she finished eight she she ran home in 56 so i was happy with the run it's just ended up too far back and had to do too much work okay well hopefully she bounces back tonight your final drive tonight is matt i reactor in race five he's drawn eight i'm tipping you're happy with barrier eight with matt i reactor two off the second row yeah, definitely. He's he's a sit sprinter. Um, I found out a couple of starts ago. I thought he thought he might have been all right in front, but unfortunately that wasn't the case. So the eight's a perfect draw from him. He can sort of just be quiet right from the start, and when when it's time to make his move, he'll just zip up around the field, and he should be a hard beat. Mm. He's been so consistent under your care. The only time there's been a blemish or two, it's when you've used him off the gate. So. That's the key. You just can't use him early, obviously. That that's it. He like he's so lowly rated, and like he can put up a nice fifty six, fifty seven last half. That the horse he's up against, it you're better off just not using him out of the gate and using his like quick little sprint towards the end. Otherwise, otherwise you're sort of just wasting a good horse. Okay, but he's a good chance tonight. You rate him? Yeah, definitely. He's he's my highest hope tonight. I was really happy with the draw and. Like the field, there's some good ones in it, but I, I sort of think he's the best one in it if he shows up. Okay, I'll tell you what, you've been looked after tonight. Races two, three, four, and five, and then you're out of there. Yeah, luckily, um, last couple of weeks we've sort of been 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 in the last race, and then in the first race on the Thursday, so it's good we we'll get get into bed early. Yep, too right, too right. Hey, just going back to yesterday, uh, sure thing, Captain, uh, he was able to win that race. Uh, we just heard the replay earlier. Your guy ran second, Motu Cullen. He, he looks a pretty uh, fair talent, sure thing, Captain, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Like, it was a massive run sitting parked in those sort of times. And I'm sure under Shannon Price's care, he's going to go on and do a great job. Your guy, you're going to back him up on Saturday night? Yeah, he's backing up Saturday night. He's the type of horse that loves loves a hard hit out. Um, the harder harder hit out he has, the better he sort of goes. So that's why I sort of looked at 
backing him up. And he, he actually shocked me yesterday. I thought thought with that sure thing captain in it, he was going to finish a lot further back than what he did. But with that early tempo early, it sort of brought him into the race and he was able to come right around the outside and run second. So yeah. it gives me high hopes for Saturday night. I was going to ask, was that really pleasing, the fact that he was able to travel wide around those last couple of turns and still make a bit of ground? Yeah, well, he um, he finished off strong and he, he pulled up great. Like, um, I don't know if you noticed, it actually took me an entire lap to pull him up. He he wanted to keep going, so he had plenty left and he put up a new PB in time himself by, I think, a full second. He'd gone quicker than he'd ever gone in his life. So he'll be tight and ready for Saturday night. Yeah, good signs there. And let's blaze. He's going to race again for you on Saturday night. He's going really well. He's just one of those horses where he just needs that little bit of luck, in particular in the grade that he's at now. But I think we stick with him. Do you agree? Yeah, he's he's, he's a gorgeous horse. And he always puts in, like, one of the quickest last halves in the race. It's just he's been getting a bit unlucky where the leaders are getting that soft second quarter in and he sort of had to make up ground when they're getting home in a 54-55 last half. So he can't make up a whole deal of ground. So hopefully back to the 2100, suit him a bit better, and he can round him up on Saturday night. All right, fingers crossed. We'll keep uh, sticking there with Let's Play. So just remind me, looking for more horses, and you've got a three-point claim. So you are looking for outside drives if someone wants to uh, put you on. Yep, we're... Um, we're always looking for more horses. I actually just put in four more stables. So I was going to put the feelers out to see if anyone wanted to send some horses because we're having a bit of luck and try and get some nicer horses in the stable. Um, going to obviously go to the yearling sales that are coming up and try and pick out our next champion. But always looking for more horses and more drives. Okay, excellent. So it's a smart start for you so far, 2023. What's the goal? A winner a week as a trainer and a driver? Yep, that's it. Um, if we can keep to that, like keep the owners happy, we've got a really good owner in Darcel. She's a lovely old lady who has been racing her sort of her whole life and she's sort of backed me my whole way. So um, she, she's been really good and we're sort of trying to find a property to buy together and set up a really nice training complex. So um, bigger and better things, hopefully. Yep, excellent stuff. Keep up the good work. We'll see you trackside tonight. Yep, thanks for having me on, Chris. There's Jonah Hutchison. So he's off to a good start. He's seven winners already, and it's only January 18. So he's off to an absolute fly. Let's hope that good fortune continues. Uh, let's keep uh, focusing on Recliffe tonight. David McKenzie goes to Recliffe tonight. He's got his uh, two runners in, Gabby Sportstar and Tullers Cuddles. You wouldn't believe it. Both horses have drawn the outside of the front row. So... No luck in that regard with uh, barrier draws tonight, but the horses are fit and in form. So let's speak with the man himself, and he joins me online now. David, good morning. Morning, Chris. How you going? Really well. No luck with draws tonight. No, no, I haven't had much luck there. But um, yeah, if they sort of, if the races can sort of pan out the way that I want them to, that they should be there and they finish it and the line strong. That's and that's sort of the main thing I want to get out of tonight. Let's start with Gabby's Sports Star, race three, number six. Uh, looks fairly open, this race on paper. No standout. How do you sort of grade it? Yeah, I, I see that probably the similar sort of way, um, except for Dan Russell's horse there, uh, the favourite. Um, but, yeah, there seems to be a little bit of speed and it, it'll probably just fly on the front. Um, so I've probably just got to look, look and go back and probably even try and find a couple of shortcuts. But, um, 
yeah, no, he's 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 just the sort of horse that I sort of sort of been hard to sort of get get into a bit of form, but now now that he's sort of back in town enough and can race him every week, he he should get a little bit better. That last start run at Albion Park was more than okay. Uh, again, he had a really bad draw that day and was a quick last half. Were you happy with that effort? Um, yeah, I was pretty happy with him. He he wasn't himself after it, after the run either, and he sort of didn't need up for a couple of days, so he mightn't have been at, at 100%, but I, I feel like he's going to be a lot better tonight. But, yeah, I, I was pretty happy with the run the other day. Um, Follow three wide probably not his go. He needs to sort of follow a helmet until until probably the straight. So if if I can look to drive him like that tonight, he, he probably should go a little bit better. He's got a good record at Reckless. Yeah, well, I didn't notice that until I sort of had a look at the form this morning. And he's only, the only time he hasn't run run a plate um, was when he got a flat tire from when Nathan Dawson knocked him down. So um, if he can. If he can stay out of trouble, he, sh- he should be hitting the line pretty strong. Okay, 1780, is that uh, the right trip for him or do you prefer him over a little bit longer? I do prefer him over a bit of distance just because it takes a bit of zip out of him because he's sort of, I'd rather him like over a bit of distance and he, he can sort of run all day rather than sort of zip, over, zip up in a quick quarter. But if they run strong and they run the race upside down, well, uh, he'll be a good chance, I think. Okay. In time to come, will he get to Albion Park level? Yeah, I think I think just the next sort of couple of runs, um, just get him through his Redcliffe grades because he's sort of back down in grade a fair bit um, before I take him there. And I, I sort of want him, he's sort of a confidence horse too. So you, I want him in a bit of bit of form before he goes back to Albion. Sure. All right. Well, that's race three, number six, Gabby's Sports Star. And tell me about Tullers, Cuddles in race five. Again, she's got barrier six, but she tries her heart out, this man. Yeah, um, her family, they all, all sort of do try their hearts out. And um, um, I have been driving her pretty aggressive, but ever since she won for in the junior driver's race for Angus, when she came from four back defence, um, I probably realised then that she's probably a bit more versatile than what I think. So um, barrier six, if there's a bit of speed on inside, well, it probably won't hurt to go back and just come with a one run later on in the race. So she'll have to be versatile tonight because of the draw. Yeah, I think so. But if they throw out the anchor any time, like as Jonah just said, like he'll probably try and make his move before I do. But um, yeah, I, I just see see if I can sort of be in in a, in a better position than what he is. Um, well, it's probably going to be a, probably a two horse war between them two, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it certainly looks that way on, on paper with their form. Uh, and like Gabby Sportstar, Tullo's Cuddles, really good record here at Reckless. Yeah, she does. Like you said, she just tries hard out every week. And, um, yeah, and she always backs up pretty well. So, um, yeah, I, I don't see her running a bad race tonight. And, and, and like Gabby Sportstar, she, she's going to get to Albion Park and surely she's going to pick off one of those sort of Mayor's Qualies races there. Um, yeah, I probably haven't really thought about that too, like too much. But um, yeah, just got to keep her running through her grades until she sort of tells me that she's hit hit that mark, and and then we'll have a have a chat to the owners and see what we want to do with her after that. But yeah, I, I'm at the moment just happy enough going to Redcliffe and and maybe even just go through the grades at Albion Park on a Tuesday with the prize money increase. So 
yeah, I'd be happy just to just to keep going through the grades at the moment. Okay, well, two good chances tonight, albeit off just bad draws there. Gabby Sportsdar and Tullers Cuddles. Tell me, how long have you been in Queensland now, David? I've uh, been up here for two years. Yeah, two years and enjoying the start it. Of the year, so. Yeah, absolutely loving the warmer weather. It's a bit better than cold old Blaney, so yeah, it's a lot a lot better up here. Okay, so how many horses are you working? Uh, I've got three at the moment. Just yeah, just got them poking around, and while I'm out of here at Ben Battle's place, so yeah, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing at the moment. So, are you looking for more? Um, probably not at the moment. Just sort of yeah, I've got a couple of a couple of owners and and that just lined up ready to ready to go. But um, maybe later on in the future, when sort of when I go out on my own, I'll, I'd be happy to. Happy to have a few more horses then. Okay. Now, did you work for the uh, the, the Hurst operation down there in Bathurst before you made the move up here? Uh, yeah, I did. I was there for probably around six or seven years, and it's it's good to stay in touch with them because they, they always got horses to come up. Um, and, yeah, they're pretty big supporters of me, and, uh, yeah, I've got a pretty good relationship with them. Okay. And you're based with Ben, and obviously you know Ben from his time back down uh, Bathurst Blaney way as well. Yeah, yeah, we grew up together and um, yeah, we always used to go to Bathurst Trots and when we were growing up. So yeah, we had a pretty good, pretty good relationship all, all the way through. Okay, so when you made the move to Queensland, was it for the horses or was it for something else? No, nah, it was it was pretty pretty much just for the horses. Um, ben rang me one night and and said he was move, moving out here out sort of west of Ipswich and into his new place and he was sort of look, looking for a worker and I, I sort of armed and armed a little bit and, and my partner Chloe just said to me one night and she said, well, if you, if you really want to do it, we can make the move up there. And, and yeah, ever since we've made that decision, we haven't looked back since. And, yeah, we're starting a family, bought a house and, yeah, we haven't looked back ever since. Okay. Now, when you left school, you, you went on to do a fair bit of training. Am I right in saying that for, help me out here, what what did you major in? Uh, yeah, I got a bachelor degree in criminal justice, just as a, a little side hobby. <laughs> so, so how do you do that and, and then be a, a horse trainer? Uh, so, yeah, I was just doing the work work out at Nathan Hurst um, in the mornings and then, yeah, I just sort of worked around what what days I had to go to the lectures and tutors and all that and he was pretty flexible in doing that. But, yeah, um, so I got through that pretty well. But, yeah, at the moment I'm just sort of happy, happy you know, working with the horses and and sort of, yeah, having a good run at it at the moment. Yeah, they're just two vastly different sort of areas in life though, aren't they? Yeah, well... I uh, sort of growing up, um, like everyone in the industry always was trying to tell me, oh, you, you need something to always fall back on because because you can't always rely on racing. And, and now I sort of do have that, but I'm sort of making a pretty good pretty good go of it now. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty pretty happy with it. Uh, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, and, and just with your partner, Chloe, uh, a newborn into the, uh, into the family as well. So uh, a Queenslander? Yeah, yeah, he's he's probably an only true Queenslander of the family, so um, he can call himself a Queenslander where, where I sort of probably can't. But um, yeah, so no, he's, he's, he's going along really well. Still going to wear the blue. 
Yeah, well, he's all, he's already got uh, one of each jersey, so he'll be able to take his pick when he's older. So <laughs> uh, we'll have to claim him. He's a Queenslander if he's born here. So uh, good stuff. <laughs> Congratulations to you and Chloe. I really appreciate the time today. Continued success, and hopefully, there's a couple of winners there for you tonight. Right, uh, thanks for that, Chris. I'll I'll try my best. Excellent stuff. There's David McKenzie joining us. So he's got the two runners tonight. Gabby Sportstar, race three, drawn gate six. And in race number five, he's got Tullers Cuddles. Again, drawn gate six. But both are fit and in form. So hopefully there's a winner or two for the stable there.